The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Megillah has been dedicated by our good friend Mr. Stephen and his wife Gila Israel, a charter member of our Daf Yomi Shi'ud, for the Hatzlacha of both sets of parents. And of course, their dear children. Hashem, Yishmerem, Vihayem, and Bezat Hashem, they should have continued success. Aslahav, Harvaha, Bechol, Maase, Yedehem. This Masechet also has been dedicated by Stephen and his wife, Le'ilun Nishmat Adel Bat Roza, and Le'ilun Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Hen Vichol Benot Israel Shachvot Amahem Vichol Rahamim Vasilihot Venomar Amen. Daf Yud Zayin. Today's Daf is being studied in the Nishmat of Rabbi Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. We begin today's Daf on Ted Zayin Amud Bet right in the bottom, <coughs> two lines of the bottom of the Daf. Amar Raba. Amar Rabbi Tzak Parashimoy Bal Marta Gadol Talmud Torah Yoten Mekibud Abvaim Greater is the study of Torah Even greater than respecting one's father and mother Shekol Otam Shanim Shaya Yaakov Minu Bebet Aever All the years that Yaakov Minu studied In the Yeshiva Aever Lo Ne'ainash He did not get punished Now she explains to us that when he left To go to Lavan's house So he stopped off And he went to the house of uh, he made a stop there for 14 years And we know that Yaakov Abinu did get punished For the years that he was away from his parents and The Gemara is going to give us a detailed calculation That altogether the years that he was away from his parents was 22 years mm-hmm. now that's, And he got punished how? Because he wasn't by his parents for 22 years that he, didn't resp- he couldn't respect him because he wasn't there. So Borei Olam arranged that Yosef, his son, would be taken away from him also for that exact amount of time. We're going to see through this long calculation over here that it's really 36 years that he was away from his parents. And we're going to calculate that the 14 years that he was in Shem Ever obviously is not counted. Which means, there eh, you're allowed to be in the yeshiva. You know, you're not, you're not going to be held responsible. You don't respect your parents when you're studying in the yeshiva. But, but the years that we're in Lavan's house, that already he's held accountable. Uh, the Maharsha asks right away, uh, what are you talking? He was in Lavan's house. He was allowed to be in Lavan's house. That was, uh, his parents told him to go to Lavan's house. So why should he get punished for 22 years later on for doing what his parents told him uh, to do? So there's an interesting answer that uh, the Imre Noam says. The Imre Noam says in the name of the Rime Paris that after the 14 years that he was in Shem Ve'ever, Yaakov Avinu that is, Isav calmed down, meaning his anger subsided, and and Rivka sent to Lavan a message to Devorah that he naked, come home. And Yaakov didn't come home, he stayed. So therefore, already he was held responsible even for the years that he was in Lavan's house, which is a, a fascinating, fascinating answer. Uh, one question the Marcha also points out over here, that over here it's called Bet Eivir. 
normally we call the yeshiva yeshiva shem ve'ever. So he says, umash is kino kan bet ever velo shem ve'ever. The vise shem met kevar kishi Yaakov ayab ben hamishim shana. Already when Yaakov was already fifty, uh, he already died. Uh, Yaakov you know, gets the shem ve'ever at sixty-three. So therefore, shem wasn't around. So they called yeshivat ever. And now the gemara is going to give us the detailed calculation. The Gemara says, "The Amar Mor." We have a statement. Lama nimnu shenotav shel Yishmael, which means why does the Torah give us the years of Yishmael? That she says, "Malarun nimnu shenotav Rishayim." What do you have to calculate the years of the Rishayim for? Kedeli yahes peim shenotav shel Yaakov. From knowing how old Yishmael was, we're able to uh, calculate exactly the years of Yaakov Aminu. We know Ishmael lived a year life of 137 years. How many years was Ishmael older than Yitzhak? 14 years. Okay, Avram was 86 years old when he had Yishmael. Uchtiv Avraham ben Me'ad Shana bevalido et Yitzchak Benoni. He was 100 years old when he had Yitzchak. So there's a 14 year span between Yishmael and Yitzchak Benoni. Uchtiv the Yitzchak ben Shishim Shana beledet Otam. Now we know Yitzchak had Yaakov and Esav when he was 60. That means how old was Yishmael at that time? 74. So it says. How old was Yishmael when Yaakov was born? So he was 74 years old. So how many years did Yishmael have left his life knowing that he died at 137? And we know that when Yaakov was born, he was 74. So he says, 63 years left in We know that Yaakov Abinu was 63 years old when he got the Berachot from his father. And at that time, Ishmael died. So exactly the year when Yaakov was 63 and he got the berachot from his father. That's exactly when Yishmael died. Dichtiv vayar Esav kiberak. Right after Esav saw the blessings that went to Yaakov, what did he do? Vayelech Esav Yishmael. He went to Yishmael. Vayikahad mahalat bat Yishmael. He married mahalat the daughter of Yishmael, Achot Nevayot, who was the sister of Nevayot. Nevayot was uh, Mahalat's brother. So the Gemara says, "Mimash mash neimad bat Yishmael any yodeh shi achot nevayot." Well, you have to tell me the daughter of Yishmael, the sister of nevayot. I know if you tell me the daughter of Yishmael, that's the sister of nevayot. Melamed shekidesha Yishmael umet, meaning Yishmael made the kedushin with Esav and then he died. Vesia nevayot achia, and then nevayot, her brother, finished and consummated the marriage for Mahalat. So you see what that was right after the blessings were given. So that means Esav. Uh, Yaakov Abinu was 63 years old at the time that he received the Berakot when Yishmael died. Comes the comes the Rashi. Right, let's just continue for a second. Shitin Utlat. So you have 63 of Yaakov, right? Plus another 14 years until Yosef was born. Because they make the calculation that 
Yosef was born after Yaakov fulfilled his term of working for Lavan. His term originally was seven years and an additional seven years. And from the Pesukim that she brings down, we learn that Yosef was born after the term of 14 years was up. And then Yaakov stayed an additional six years in order to now make profit, in order to get his wages. So it says, Ha Shiv'in Vishra. So that makes him 67, 77. Now keep in mind, these numbers now are not accurate, as we're going to see the Maskarat Gemara. Up to 63, it's accurate. He did not have Yosef at 77. Okay? We're, not, we're missing the 14 years that he went to Shem Ve'ever. So the Gemara methodically is trying to show us that there's a 14 years missing somewhere in this uh, story. So it's giving us the wrong calculation first to prove you that there's a 14 year uh, uh, gap. So now he's 77, he had his uh, sons, right? Now, Yosef in Shlushim Shana Paro. Now we know Yosef was 30 years old when he became the viceroy to Paro. So that puts Yaakov Abinu at 107. He had him at 77, 30 years later. Ha Me'a Now, Shav de Saba'a, calculate the seven years of plenty in Egypt. Vitarte de Khafna, plus the two years of famine. Ha Me'a Vishitsar. That puts Yaakov Abinu at 116. Got 107 he was. Plus nine, seven and two, seven years of plenty, two years of famine. That's one sixteen. Uchtiv. Now Yaakov went out to Egypt after that. And what did Paro tell him? Vayomer Paro el Yaakov, kamayi meshir hayecha. Vay tells him, how old are you? Vayomer Yaakov el Paro yemeshir ne migurai shiloshim umad shana. He does have one hundred and thirty. So hold it. According to our calculations, it's only 116. So there's a 14-year uh, gap. He was only 116 according to our calculations. Must be that those 14 years, the Torah is not counting. The Tanya, we have a Braita. Mutman. He was literally buried in the yeshiva. Arba shana. Ever met. Now ever died. Which means after Yaakov was already two years by Lavan's house, that's when ever died. That means if Yaakov went to Shem David at 63 years old and he stayed there for 14 years until he was 77. So then he went to Lavan's house, so when Yaakov was 79 years old, that's when Ever died. Now, Yatsa Misham, Ubalo Le'aram, Na'araim, Yatsa Misham, Ubalo Le'aram, okay, Nimsak, Sha'amad Be'er, comes out, when he got to the Be'er, which was two years earlier, Ben Shiv'in Be'shevar Shana, he was 77 years old. Right? Because Ever died when he was 79, two years into uh, Lavan's... Uh, 75 in the Bach. I don't know why. When he came to Aram, he was... He's saying, well, let's, let, let, let's continue for a second. Because according to our calculation, we understand it. According to our calculation, again, met the halshad akom yinu adaram naraim shte shanim. We read Rashi. Yatsam misham ubalo adaram naraim. The second shabbat alabed ben shemim b'sheva shanim. He was seventy-seven at the well. Umina. Okay, so that let's read. Let's catch up in Rashi's now for a second. Let's start with top Rashi. That yahes meim shenotav shel Yaakov. Top Rashi on the Amud. 
על ידי מניין שנות ישמעאל, from the calculation of the years of ישמעאל, אנו למדים באיזה פרק בשנות יעקב עברו עליו כל הקורות והמוצאות אותו מהן אנו למדים, which means we can calculate all the events of Yaakov in his life exactly how old he was. ששימש בבית העבד ידעל שנה. And we know he was served in עבד for some 14 years, קץ על אברהם, בן פבב שנה כשנות ישמעאל. He was 86 with, uh, when he had ישמעאל, וכשנולד יצחק היה בן 100 שנה. הרי היו ישמעאל ידעל שנה. ויצחק קדם ליעקב 60 שנה. יצחק was 60 years old when he had יעקב. הרל ישמעאל עין דלת. ישמעאל already was 74. How many years were left in Ishmael's life? 763. So very good to calculate. When Yaakov Abinu was 63 years old, that's exactly when Ishmael died. We know that he was 63 years old when he got the Benachot. That's why it says Nevayot married off Mahalat. Now we know that he was in 14 years in advance as before Yosef was born. She I worked for you 14 years for your two daughters. Uh, which means that already the service that he committed to work for his daughters was already complete after the Yosef was born. And then it says, he went to his father and said, I worked for you for 14 years, now I want to get paid. Then he worked for the, for the sheep, you know, to get paid. So that makes Yaakov Abinu Ben Ayin Zayin, 77. Again, that's not the right calculation. Again, keep that in mind. We're not factoring in the 14 years of Shem Ve'ayvara. Ayin Zayin, Yaakov Kishlod Yosef, Uchtiv. V'yosef ben Shloshim Shana, B'avdol Fnei Paron, Yomsai Yaakov ben Me'a, V'sheva Shanim, K'shay Yosef ben Shloshim Shana. So Yaakov was 107 when Yosef was 30. V'neshta Yaakov Yosef ben Shkenan, Shelo Yerad Lebesam, and he stayed in Kenan until... That point. Then, seven years of plenty, and two years of famine. He was 116 when he came out to Muslim. Which means we don't go rest those words over here because we're not discussing yet whether we calculate them or not. We're just giving the dates. Then we'll see exactly if he got punished for them for the Kibbutz Avayim or not. Now, Ever met After Yaakov was there ready for two years in Lavan's house, that's when Ever died. So that she says clearly that he must have died when Yaakov was 79 years old. Two years after he kept Lavan's house. When you calculate the 14 years of Shem Ve'ever, so that means that puts Ever's death at 79 years old. Right, he left the yeshiva two years before Ever died. Okay? Now the Gemara says, Now the Gemara says, Now how do you know he didn't get punished 
for those years. Tetanya, Nimsai Yosef, Shepiresh Mabib, Simushtaim Shana, Keshem Shepiresh Yaakov, Abinu Mabib, Tiakov, Tatim, I'm sorry, Keshem Shepiresh Yaakov, Abinu Mabib. So just like Yaakov was away from his father for 22 years, so to Buran punished Yaakov that his son would be away from him for 22 years. So the Gemara says, the Yaakov taltin v'shitavyan. What do you mean? He was away from his father 36 years. Right. It's 22 plus the 14 that he was in. Shem ve'ever. Ela, the Gemara concludes, shma' mina al-bisada ve'ever ve'ever lo That's the bottom line calculation. He didn't get punished for those 40 years. Now what do we prove from here? Gadol ki tamut Torah יותר מכיבוד אבאם נאלץ רית רשין נמסק השעמד הכי גרסינה בנהלן דלו עינה שרן הרי נהלן גפנש פלוז'יז דתניה נמסה יוסף כשפרס מאביב שלו ראהו עשים ושתיים שנה כדרך שפרס שעקום בבית אביב שלו כבדו נטבל על יוסף כפת שנה כסד יוסף בן שבע עשרה שנה היה יוסף אנחנו גם נגיד לי לקלקלשן הרי בנו יוסף was away from his father for 22 years well he left his father when he was 17 כשפרס מאביב וכשמלך על מסלם היה בן שלושים שנה he became the king at 30, that's 13 years Seven of years of plenty and two of years of famine. Thirteen and nine is twenty-two. Then Yaakov came down to Egypt. from his father. We have to calculate where was the extra two years because he only spent twenty years in Bet Lavan. So the Chaurah, why should he get punished for 22 years of Yosef not being there if he only spent 20 years in Bet Lavan? 7, 7, and 6. So that's the Gebarah's next question. The Gebarah says, Sof, Sof, the Bet Lavan, Asim Shinin Avyan. Bet Lavan was only 20 years. Why did it be a 22 year punishment? Because uh, he delayed. He didn't go straight home from... Lavan's house, he delayed on the road, a road an additional two years. Tetanya, Yatsam Aram Naraim, Ubalo, Lesukot. He spent 18 months over there. Shene Emar, Yaakov Nasa Sukot, Ve'ibn Nobayit, Ulmikneu, Asa Sukot. So therefore it says, he made a bayit and he made Sukot. Now Sukot is plural. Sukot is during the uh, summer months. He made Sukkot. Now it's Masma, Bayit he built in the winter months, because the Bayit need a insulation. So if the seasons are six months and six months, so he built the Bayit for six months, and then he had Sukkot, plural, for two seasons. So it could be he got there in the summer, that was six months of Sukkah, then he built the Bayit for the winter, then he stayed the next summer, and built another Sukkah, so that's 18 months. So we had to get two years, so that's only 18 months. Again, he built two Sukkot, and one Bayit. That means it was two summers and one winter. So that's 18 months. The Gemara says... But then he went to Bet El for an additional six months, and over there he brought the Korban. So that takes you to an additional two years. So therefore, since he didn't go straight off, so he got punished for being away from his parents for 22 years. That's why Yosef was away from him also for the same amount of time. We read Rashi. He didn't get punished for them. What do you mean? It's less. You only have 20 years of Lavan. On the way home to come to Yitzhak, he built a house for the winter, and he built two Sukkot for two seasons. Two seasons of the summer. So you see over here that what? That indeed the Kibbutz was waived 
because of his learning in Shemvev. Adran alach migilah nekred. And now, with we begin the second parak of Masechet Megillah. Hakore et Megillah lemafreya. The person let's read reads the Megillah lemafreya means out of order. Lo yatsa. He is not yotzei yedechovato. Kira'al peh. If he reads the Megillah by heart, kira'at targum, or he reads, let's say, the Megillah in, let's say, Aramaic, or bechol lashon, or he reads in any other language, lo yatsa abal, korin otan lelo azut belaz. But you can read it to a foreigner in a foreign language. Kabbalah is going to ask the obvious question. We have a contradiction. You just told me that if you read it in any language, lo yatsa. Then you tell me, but if you read it to a foreigner in a foreign language, yatsa. Now make up your mind. And a foreigner that heard it in Hebrew, in Ashurna Kodesh, that's a universal language. It's the foreigner, even if he doesn't understand it. He heard it in Ashurit, he is... Surugin means he stops and goes. He reads a little, then he pauses, and he continues, and he pauses. He doesn't read it straight. That's Surugin. Let's say he read the Megillah when he was dozing off. Let's say he was writing a Megillah, and as he's writing it, he's saying the words. By he, and he writes it. Oh, he's giving a Dirashah on Megillah. And as he's giving Dirashah, he's quoting the Pesukim. Or he's correcting. He's a Sufet, he's correcting a Megillah. And as he's correcting it, he's saying the words. Words, if he had kavanah to be yotzei when he was doing these things, yatsavim lab lo yatsavim. If he had kavanah, he is not yotzei. Ita ketuva besam or besikrab kumosum kan kantum. These all different types of inks. If the megillah was written on any of these types of inks, or alani yarval niftera, that's different type of papers. Lo yatsa. The Megillah is not Keshira Ajde Ketuvah Ashuri. It has to be written with the Hebrew fonts called Ketav Ashuri Ala Sefer on cloth. Ubidiyo with the special black ink. The Gemara will explain to us what all those other inks are and what exactly Diftera is as well. Comes the Gemara and says, Mina Nemile. How do I know that Limafreya Lo Yatsa? How do I know if a person reads the Megillah? Out of order, he not yotzei yedechova. Amar avad amar kera kichtavam vechizmanam. And we got this there. It says kichtavam like they're written and like their times. Mazmanam lemafreya lo afketavam lemafreya lo. Just like you can't have times out of order between the fourteenth comes before the fifteenth. Can the fifteenth come before the fourteenth? Of course not. Just like zmanam cannot be the mafreya, so to kitabam, she's the writing of the Megillah, also cannot be the mafreya. Has to be in order. So the Gemara says, "Midi Sold it. Does it say over here in that pasuk anything about the reading of the Megillah? Asiyah ketiva. That pasuk is talking about the mitzvot of purim that are active, not reading. Dechtiv liot osim et shnei mimaele. As it's written and according to its times. So how do you know over here a law of Megillah on a pasuk that's talking about the Asiyah of Purim, which is the mitzvot of Purim. Reading of Megillah is a Kiriyah. We have a Hekesh. It says these days will be Nizkar, remembered, that's through Megillah, and performed. The Gemara makes a Hekesh between the remembering, meaning the reading of the Megillah, and the actions. Just like the actions cannot be done retroactively, meaning it's done, the Mitzvot on the 14th, not on the 14th, the Mitzvot on the 15th, not on the 15th. It's going to the order. So too, when you read the Megillah, it has to be read in the proper order. You can't read it out of order. It's like Zimanam, follow order. The dates cannot... Be reverse, you can't put the 15 before the 14th, that's impossible. So to the when you read the Megillah, also to be done in 
the order. Tana, we have a Baraita Vechen, Behalel, Vechen Bechirat Shema, Betafilah. The same law applies when it comes to the recitation of the Halil. When you read the Kiryat Shema and the Amidah, they also has to be done in order. And if you read it out of order, Lo Yatsah. Halil Minalah. And how do you know that Halil has to be read in order? Raba Amar. Yachtib. And the Pasuk ends Which is we praise the Kadosh Baruch Hu Like the cycle of the sun The cycle of the sun follows a pattern It starts off in the east And sets in the west And therefore just like the sun follows the order So when I praise you I'm going to follow a certain order That's where we learn you cannot read that Leil The Mafraya Kibbalah gives another proof And the Pasuk says when we praise the Baruch Hu, we praise Him like the day. Just like the day follows a certain order, the hours go in the succession, they don't go out of order, so too the Halil is like the Yom, meaning it has to be done in the order. Let the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu be blessed. Now, Yehi means like it is, as it is, meaning in the order that the Halil is written. When the Pasuk says, The name of God be exalted, meaning from now to the end of the world. Now, from now to the end of the world is following an order. You're not going uh, out of order. So they were talking about Tavadlam is an order, so the Halil has to be an order as well. Kiriyat how do you know that Kiryat Shema has to be read in order? And the Mafrei Lo Yatsa Detanya Kiryat Shema Kichtaba Devrei Rabbi Nachamim Omrim Bechol Lashon. We have a great machloket over here. According to Rabbi, he says Kiryat Shema must be read, read, written and read in Lashon Hakodesh. Cannot be written in another language. However, Achamim say no. Kiryat Shema can be read in any language you like. So the Gemara analyzes. My Talmud that be. What's the reason why the B says that Kiryat Shema can only be read in Lashon Hakodesh? Amar Kera Vehayu Beavayatan You. I said Beavayu and the Bnei Ma'ela as they are. Beavayatan You. Just like they were given in Lashon Hakodesh. So therefore, they have to be read in Lashon Hakodesh. But Abanan, my Talmud. What's the reason why the Rabbis say can we Kiryat Shema in any language? My Talmud Kera Shema. Listen, Israel. Any language that you understand, that you hear, so you can read the Kiryat Shema. So therefore, the rabbis learn from the word Shema, teaches you Bechol Lashon, whereas the B learns from the word Ve'ayu, to teach me Dafka, the way it is. What does the B do with the word Shema? That's much so you can do with Bechol Lashon. From here he learns the law that you have to let your ears hear what's coming out of your mouth. Meaning you have to read the Kiryat Shema aloud that your ears can hear it. Meaning Shema, you have to hear it. But the word of Rabbi is old. They use the word Shema to teach me any language. How do they know the law of? They have to say the Kiryat Shema out loud. They are like the opinion that says if you didn't say the Kiryat Shema out loud, it's not Ma'akiv. Therefore they don't use the word Shema. What do the rabbis do with the word value that Shema has to be as it is, meaning in? Here's the proof. So we proved positive that Shema Yisrael cannot be read the Mafreya according to Shittat Rabbanan from the Pasuk of Ve'ayu. How does a B know that you can't read Shema Yisrael? So Ve'ayu had Devarim ha'ele. So the extra hair comes and tells me as it is. Ve'ayu Devarim ha'ele. Lo mashma'a leho. Rabbi Yisrael had Devarim ha'ele. Therefore they learned it from Ve'ayu. So now we have a famous Mahlokin in Shema. 
Shas, when the Torah was given to Moshe Rabbeinu Har Sinai, what language is it given? Was it given it to be read in? So one opinion says it was given to Afghan and Lashon Kodesh. Another opinion says the whole Torah was given to be read in any language. So the Gemara wants to say that this machloket, whether Torah was given in Dafka Lashon Kodesh or in any language, is really dependent on this machloket between Rabbi and Rabbanan by Kiryat Shema. The Gemara says like this: Lema Kasabar Rabbi. Let us say that Rabbi is the one that holds Kol Torah Kol Bechol Lashon Neemara. That the rest of the Torah was given to be read over in any language. The Isa Kadadak Bilashuna Kodesh Neemara, because if you tell me the whole Torah was given over to be read in Lashuna Kodesh, Lamalil Mechtab Behayu. Why would it need Behayu? The whole Torah has to be done in Lashuna Kodesh. Why would you have to go out of the Torah and tell me Behayu that that can be done in Lashuna Kodesh? Ela must be held the what? That the rest of the Torah can be done in Lashuna Kodesh. That's why you need a Pasuka Behayu to tell me that Kiryat Shema is the exception. That has to be Dafka Bilashuna Kodesh. Come on, say no. It's Tariq. Sankadatak Shema Kerambaran. Really, I'll tell you the whole Torah. I can tell you according to the B was given to Afka by the Shura Kodesh. Uh, so why would you need a special pasuk of value by Shema? Everything is by Shura Kodesh. No, because you might have missed Doresh, the word Shema, like the rabbis that say Shema is Bechol Lashon. So, so you don't make the mistake of Shema Bechol Lashon, and either Behayu, to tell me this is like everything else. That it's Dafka Bilashon HaKodesh. Now the Gemara goes the other way. Lema Kasari Rambanan Kula Torah Bilashon HaKodesh. Let us say that the rabbis must hold that the whole Torah was given by Lashon HaKodesh. Why? If you tell me the whole Torah was given to me then, to be read in Bechol Lashon, why do you have to tell me Shema? It's like the rest of the Torah. So the Gemara says, which means, according to the Banan, they must hold the Gemara once said the Torah was Dafka given by Lashon HaKodesh. And that's why you have a special pursuit to come and tell me that when it comes to Shema, it can be done Bechol Lashon. But if you tell me the whole Torah was given Bechol Lashon, so what do I need to tell me Shema, that Kiryat Shema is not Bechol Lashon, the whole Torah is not Bechol Lashon. It's Tariq, the Gemara says, Sankadadak Amina, Be'ayu, Kerebi. So I would have thought, the opposite, I would have said, it says Shema, the team Bechol Lashon, but it says Be'ayu. Be'ayu teaches me Dafka, Be'lashon HaKodesh. So therefore, for what it just said, uh, 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 I can really tell the whole Torah was given Dafka, Bechol Lashon, Bechol Lashon. And Shema teaches me also. What did he Shema for? The whole Torah is Bechol Lashon. Because I would have thought Vayu. They teach me like uh, Rabbana that say that, like Rabbi, that says Davka. That's what I have to say. Shema. That Kiryat was not different than the rest of the Torah. So you cannot hinge this Mahlok between the B and the Banan on the Mahlok of what the Torah was given in to be read in any language or not. Tefillah. How do you know when it comes to Tefillah that it cannot be read out of order? Yes, that is the Amidah. Now let's just read Taptos uh, for a second. What does this mean? Kola Torah bechol Hashon Neemar. The whole Torah was given bechol Hashon. Pirus bekotir Hashinatnal lekrot bechol Hashon. So let's lekrot the Sefer Torah. Any 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 time you want to read the Sefer Torah, it means you can read it in any language. So for us, the question is: Kasher Sherekiliat the Torah ena elam the Torah elam the Rabbanan levad. Which is what are you talking about? The Torah was given to be read in the Sefer, to be read in the Sefer with Bechol Lashon. So you tell me that means no, next week. That means that, that means why? You tell me it's a uh, Sefer Torah. There's no need of Sefer Torah. Sefer Torah is mitra banan. The only Sefer Torah reading this Doraita is Parashat Sachor. So what does it mean? The Torah was given to be read Bechol Lashon. When do you read the Sefer Torah? Sefer Torah is mitra banan. So that's for Ezra Yishtoman. And read the Aki Perusha. Called Kiriyashim Batakomitsot Halitza, 
פרשת עגלה ערופה, וידוי מעשה, וקוראים, וכל אלו שונים בפרק כזאת מהעניים בסוטה, which means there's certain times you must have a recitation of פסקי from the Torah. For example, in the פרשה of חליצה, right? She has to come along and she has to say, מעין יבמי, and then you read the פרשה, you call them בית חלוץ הנעל, all those וידוי ביקורים, we have to make a confession, or וידוי מעשר, I'm sorry, you have to make a confession, that you gave all your מעשרות, you know, there's לשנות in the פסוקים, the תורת הזאת, these פסוקים עובד ערמי, עובד אביב, הילד מסלם, you have to make that whole recitation during the ביקורים ceremony, in סוטה also, you have to come along and say, ועד כיסתית, etc. So therefore, all these recitations, not from a Sefer Torah. Sefer Torah is with Rabbanan, besides Parashat Zachor. But the other recitations that are Torah readings can be done according to the Shita of what one of the Shitaot. So how comes the Gemara wants to know? How do you know? Tefillah Amidah. You cannot pray it out of order. There was a woman called Shimon Pakuli. She says, Pakuli, it means cotton. He used to sell Simit Giffen. So they called him Shimon Pakuli, Shimon the cotton merchant. His deed, Shimon Arasay Berachot of the Rabban Gamliel, Arasay the Beyavne. Shimon Pakuli, he put the Berachot of the Amida in order. He put it in the proper order in front of the Rabban Gamliel, Arasay there in Yavne. Tosfot says over here, his dear Shemona and Seber Achot are since Masmud that Shemona Pakuli made this order. Mikan Kasha the Masmud of Shemona Berachot Kabe Im Saayot Ena Im Seder. The Gemara Berachot says the middle Berachot is really no order to them. The Pirish Tiim Ta'ab Be'Achat Min Berachot. If you forgot one of the middle Berachot, Veshacha Achat Min Shesrik Lazor Shomer Ota Berachat Shkab Bekom Shadiskar VeGomet Tefilato. Then she says you just plug in the Berachot that you forgot where you are and then you continue. That comes out, you're saying the Amida out of order. And over here we see Shona Pakuli, he made a certain seder. And that's the proof that we're saying that you're not allowed to do the Amidah out of order. So I'm going to tell us in Masechid Berachot, that if you messed up in one of the middle Berachot of the Amidah, so plug it in where you remember it and continue. Ah, you're saying it out of order. What it means, Elam Seder, means like this. Which means like this. What it means, Elam Seder, which means they're not connected to each other, the middle Berachot. In the sense that the first three Berachot, if a person makes a mistake in one of those Berachot, Kigong, he said, Ha'el HaKadosh, Ha'el HaKadosh, instead of saying, Ha'el HaKadosh. So now he has to go back, not to HaKadosh. It's one unit, he's got to go back to the... Beginning of the Amidah. Now he's got to start from the beginning. Or let's say, Mashal, the end of the Amidah. Write the last three Berakot, which is also considered one unit. And let's say, guy, let's say, forgot Yahalim Yavo on, uh, on the Rosh Chodesh. So therefore, he has to Hosein. So now we don't tell him, I go back to it's it. No, you forgot Yahalim Yavo, you got to go back to the beginning. Or let's say, you forgot that you win the Sim Shalom. And you forgot Yahalim, you remember you didn't say Yahalim Yavo. So you don't go back to Shalom and continue. You have to start back from. Beginning, you can't plug it in uh, over there. You gotta go back to the beginning. That's a unit on its own. Masha'enken, in the Berachot of the Imsayot, if a person, let's say, made a mistake in contact with the Sufi, one of the Berachot, he said, out of order. Go back to that Beracha and just continue from there, Allah said it. But the point is, you don't have to now start from Atahonin again. You don't have to say all of them in. Uh, 
the proper order, and you're able to plug it, not plug it in, go back to what you forgot, and then continue from that standpoint. So that's a great machlokin that she and the Tosafot had to learn in Lahim Seder. Comes the Gemara and says. Amar bi Yohanan, the Amri la b'matnita taran. Some say from the Brayta, me'av ve'asrim zekinim. There was 120 elders, ubaim kaman bi'im, and amongst that group, they actually those were the members of the Achikneset, Hagidol, the men of the Great Assembly, which is 120 members. Tiknu shemona esre berachot ala seder. They established it ala seder. So what do you mean? Was it uh, the men of the Great Assembly or Shemona Bakuli? So the Gemara explains that was really Shemona, the men of the Great Assembly, and they forgot to order, and Shemona Bakuli came back and reorganized and reestablished the seder. Tarun Abanan. Now the Gemara is going to discuss the system of why each beracha finds itself in the Amidah where it is. Tarabaran, Minayit Shomim Avot, how do you know you start off the Amidah with the Beracha of Avot? First Pasuk in the Mizmur of that Tehilim, Avul Hashem Bene Elim. Give praise to God, Bene Elim. What is Bene Elim? As she says, Haskiru Lefanat Et Eleha Aris. Which means, mention in front of Akadosh Baruch Hu the strong ones of the land. Who are the strong ones of the land? They were the strong ones. They were also strong, not only spiritually, but physically also. They were powerful. Who were those people? So the first one, Praise God through the Avot. Those are the Eleh Ha'aris. Mention them. Mention the Gibura, the strength of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right? Praise God in His name. Kodesh. to God in the Hadrat Kodesh, meaning on the glory of His Kedushah. So therefore, you see, you have to mention the Inyan of the Kedushah. So that's the first three Berachot. Now we're going to go to the fourth Berachah, which is a Tachon and Adamda. Now why did they decide to put Bina, wisdom after Kedusha, Shana Imad, Vigdishu et Kedosh Yaakov, right? They'll praise the Holy One of Yaakov, that's Boreola, Vetelohe Yisrael Yanit, so they'll give praise to the God of Israel, Usmikla, and the next Pasuk says, And the people that are wayward will gain understanding. So you see what? Next to Kedusha, Kedosh Yaakov, we see Bina. So based on that Simichut Nepesukim, we put Atah right next to Atakadosh. So why did they put the Berachah Shibenu, which is Harosei B'Tshuva? Why did they put that as the fifth Berachah next to Atah Olin Adamdat? His heart will become wise, Veshav. Right? And then he'll make Teshuva. Veshav, and then he will be healed. So you see what? You see, right after Bina comes Teshuva. So Gemara says, lema batra de Well, if you're giving that pasuk, it says Veshav, Verafa. So you put it Fa'enu. It's the sixth Miracha. Why do we put the sixth Miracha, Selah Lanu? If you're basically on that pasuk, Veshav, Verafalo. Verafalo. Therefore, it should be the Fa'enu. So Gemara says, Losal Kadatach. We didn't think to do that. Tikhtim. Vi Yeshuv el Hashem Right? You're going to repent to God 
and he'll have mercy on you. And he's going to forgive. So we see next to Teshuvah is Sidiha. Well, now we have a dilemma. Because we have one pasuk that puts Teshuvah followed by Sidiha. We have one pasuk that puts Teshuvah followed by Rifuah. So make up your mind. So the Gemara says, Umay Chazit Who told you to rely on the pasuk that puts Sidiha after Teshuvah? Smoke Aha. Why don't you rely on the person that puts Rifa Enu after Teshuvah? Gemara says, no. Kitiv Kraharina, we have a third person that's going to resolve. Hasoleyah lechol avonaichi, arofe lechol ta'aluaichi, hagoel mishachat hayaichi. Which means the person that is over here, hasoleyah. The Kadosh Baruch Hu is soleyah lechol avonaichi. And then it comes along and says what? That God heals Lechol Tachaluaychi Which means what? That Refuah and Geulah Come after Siliha So therefore you have to go in order First Teshuvah Then Siliha And then based on the Pasuk After Siliha you have what? Refuah and Geulah So at least we proved over here To this point That Siliha comes after Teshuvah now we got to deal with the, the, the well, we'll deal with the next Mirachot in a moment. But at least we've proved that Sidiha has got to come before Rifuah and Geula. Good. Now, Gemara says, Lememra, the Geula, Rifuah, Patar Sidihai. Well, are you telling me that both Geula and Rifuah are after Sidiha? Are after Sidiha? Back to the question. What do you do with Vishavir Afalo? Barbara, that person is Masper, and Rifuah comes after. Teshuvah, Gemara answers, Ahu, Lav Rifuah, the Tahaluhimi. That Rafa, those not talking about Rifuah from sickness, Ela Rifuah, the Slihai. Yeah, that Rifuah is what? Rifuah of God forgiving you. It's a spiritual healing. And then we have Veshav, Verafalo. First you make Teshuvah, and then Sidiha. How does this person say Sidiha? Verafalo, God will heal you. Meaning spiritually heal you. That is considered Sidiha. Good. So now we have the first six Berachot. Okay, we established already, we have Sidiha and uh, mighty after uh, Teshuvah. So now the question is, Why did they put the Giyulah in the seventh? Because with the Pasuk we just read, So after... Uh, we have a soleyah. I'm sorry, soleyah lechol avonaichi. Right, as I said, has soleyah firstly. Then harofel lechol taluaichi, which is the seventh berakah should be lefaenu based on that pasuk. Why do we put the seventh berakah geula? So Gemara says, Umara ulomal geula b'shviyit. Look at that she. Umara ulomal geula b'shviyit. Belor ifuah hasulicha. Kedichtiv kira soleyah kol avonaichi lefel lechol taluaichi. Why don't you follow the order of the pasuk? We have a tradition. The Giyulah is going to come in the seventh year. It's going to be a seven year cycle and the redemption is going to come in the seventh year. So therefore in the seventh year cycle we want to put Giyulah in the seventh year to match the year that the Giyulah is going to come. In the sixth year there's going to be Kolot, uh, which is like uh, say uh, Huh? Commotion, uh, noise, action, and then, what does it say? Bashimi'it milhamot. In the seventh year, there's going to be wars, this is before the Mashiach. And at the end of the seventh year, Ben David Ba. 
So therefore you see what? Kiwudah is not in the seventh year. Kiwudah is really in the eighth year. So what do you tell me? What about Goel Israel in the seventh year? It's not in the seventh year, it's in the eighth year. Melhama nameh hatha de Geulahi. Kabbalah says the war already is the beginning of the Geulah. And therefore you can put it in the seventh. That's the Geulah. Look at that sheep. Athalta de Geulah. Now again, this seven-year cycle, the Gemara Sadeen tells us the first year there's going to be a famine, and then the second year is going to happen. It predicts you the seven-year cycle of what's going to happen before Mashiach comes. <coughs> so now she says, "Atchatad geulai ba'fagadai geula lav geula degaluti elashi galuminat sarot tabot alim tamid," which means this geula over here is, is talking about the geula of sarot. Because we have other berachot that talk about the exiles. We have, for example, the Kabbalah Shofar, the Kabbalah Hamo Israel, that talks about the Jews coming out of exile. We have the Berachah Bonei Yerushalayim. This is a different ayah. This is Geulah, so right? Geulah from the Tzarot of Klaisa. The Tzarot are going to come to an end. It's going to be a war. Pendavid is going to come, and the Geulah of the Tzarot finished. And then we have the other... That's stage one. Right, that's stage one. And it starts during the seventh year at the time of the Milchama. Comes the Gemara and says... Oh. Now why do we say Rifu'ah Rifa'inu as the 8th Berakha Since the Brit Milah is on the 8th day And if we put the Berakhah Rifa'inu in the 8th Berakha As if we're praying for the children that got the Brit Milah in the 8th day They should have a good healing and for shlema umara ulama rakhat nasibat shayta war we put the night berakhat amida barakh alenu which we pray for panasa right with ten talmat alabraka praying for rain etc amar bi alexandri kanegat mafqi'a sha'rim that's corresponding to those right those price hikers those guys that go in the marketplace and they raise the prices on the produce so the khatib cuz the the pasuk shevor zerwa rasha David Amelik prays that the the arm, the the, the 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 strength of the Rasha should be broken. That if you look at that chapter in Tehillim, it's referring to that those people that uh, hike up the prices. It's talking about over there the people that steal from the Anim. So the Mefash you say, what do you mean steal from the Anim? You steal from the rich people. You don't steal from the Anim. No, it's talking about when they pay, they they hike the prices on the food. The, the rich guy, he can afford it. He can pay the extra money. Who gets hurt when the prices on the food go high? That's the Anim. You're stealing from the poor guy. And therefore, the David Melech prays that what? Shevor Zerowar Break those hands of the people. Now, what does that got to do with the ninth Beracha? Because the ninth chapter in Tehillim is this chapter. Uh-huh. So since David in the ninth chapter in Tehillim talks about the uh, price hikers and all that, so we say Barakha Alin, because if there's a Beracha, so then they can't raise the prices, because it's a surplus. So therefore it's not going to happen. And the, the, the Gebarah Berachot says, what do you mean? That's not the ninth chapter. That's really the eighth chapter. Uh, so the Gebarah really says that the first two chapters are... Actually, it's the, it, look, look, look at that sheet. Let, 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 let's say it correctly. The Gebarah says... These are the people that hike up the prices on wheat right? And they, uh, they, they jack up the, uh, the, 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 the market he hides like in an ambush like a lion to steal from the 
pawman. Does the does the does the robber ambush the pawman? anybody he ambushes the rich man. Right, the main thing that the main people that they hurt is the poor people. prayed for that situation. Break their strength. Once you give Berachah in the world, they can't jack up the price because it's a surplus. And his, and his plan will not come true. This guy that wanted to be in the Rosh when he's going to want to seek his Rosh by raising up the prices, he's not going to be able to fulfill it. Are you going to tell me if you look at the Tehidim, it's the 8th chapter, are two separate chapters. Therefore, it puts this chapter as the ninth chapter. So, nine chapter, ninth beracha in the Amidah. Why do we mention about the gathering of the exiles after the beracha of Berakat Hashanim? Because. It says, Ve'atem Harei Yisrael. The Nabi is talking about the mountains of Israel. Anfechem t'tenu, perechem t'su. You're going to start to blossom with your leaves, and you're going to start to produce fruit. La'ami Yisrael. Ki karebu labo. Because my time, you're, 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 you're coming soon to the land. Which is right before the Jewish people are going to come back to Israel. The, the prophet predicts that there's going to be a, 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 a berachan bounty in the land. So then we say, berachat Shanim is preceded and then what happens? You have kibbutz galuyot to become best of Israel. Ah, the chemet shlik besu galuyot. Once already the exiles have come back to Israel. Naasa din bereshaim. Now we can start judging. The bet din is reinstated. Now we can start judging the wicked people. Shneimar ve'ashiva yadi alecha ve'etzlof kibor sigai, which is now I can take out all the impurities from Klai Yisrael, like taking the impurities out of the metal. Uchtiv. Hashiva Shofetai Kibarishona. So that's the Biracha of Hashiva Shofetenu Kibarishona. Vyasenu Kibatarila. Exactly. That she says, Vehemajan Kibisugaliot, Nasudim Birishaim. Kodim Shinitesmu Birushalayim. Means before we get to Yushalayim. Shinemar Vasira Kod Bidilayik. All the impurities are going to remove. Vayedechen Vashiva Shofetai Kibarishona. Right? The judges are going to sit again. Vyasai Kibatarila. The advisors, like they said originally, Kibor Shavar. Like the Pazuza. Sion the Mishpat right? Sion is going to be judged uh, and redeemed in righteousness. Good. Now, once already we start judging all the Rishaim, Kalu Aposhim. So automatically, all the Poshim are going to be <coughs> destroyed. Rashi says, Kalu Aposhim she'elam aminim bedat Moshe. All those non-believers in Torah and Shemaim. That's why we put the next beracha as what? Because that talks about the death and destruction of the the Shaim. As she says, "Nachen samchula berchat aposhim shneimar ozbe Hashem elu aposhim veshever veshemar poshim hainu zedim kilemar peshaim elu ameradim." All the rebels and the Shaim are going to be destroyed. Once you have Bedin, so automatically all the rebels, all the people who don't believe in Torah Shemaim are going to be destroyed. 
the kolel zedim mahen as he knows the intention of sinners shne emar the shemet poshim ma'atayim yachdav now mechavan shekalu a poshim now once the shayim are destroyed who's elevated metromem et kenet tzadikim so now already the tzadikim the power of the tzadikim is elevated dichtiv vechol kenet shayim agadaya which means when I break the power of the Rishayim, whose power becomes escalated? The power of the Tzaddik is elevated. Now, in the Berachem, Al-Tzaddikim, Al-Hasidim, we include the righteous converts. How do we know that we should include the righteous converts in the Berachem, Al-Tzaddikim? Shneeman. In the Torah, where it talks about the Zekin, we have to stand up for the old people. Right? What's the next pasuk? It talks about the convert. So we see the Torah juxtaposes the Zekinim with the Gerim. So in the Berachav, on the Tzadikim, and on the Zekinim, that Berachav, we're talking about the Tzadikim, we also mention the now where does the uh, uh, the power and the strength of the tzaddikim where does it become exalted in which city? those that love tzaddikim so where they become elevated in Yerushalayim right after once Jerusalem is built ah David, then already David and Melech is able to come to the end of the day. Good, so that's that. That after they have Yerushalayim, David and Melech is going to be uh, established as the king. Oh, once David and Melech comes, it's going to be followed by prayer. That's from the Tefillah. Right? We're going to go to the God's mountain that's how to buy it. Right? We're going to rejoice in the house of prayer. And once we get to the house of prayer, what's the Qurban that we bring? We bring Qurban, we bring the Qurbanot. Once we start the service, what, what type of Qurban do we bring after that? We bring Qurban Torah. Which means the one that brings the Torah brings the respect. Like and let's to the bottom, Tosafot on Yudzayin Abud Ben. Says the ninth chapter of Tehillim talked about them be praying that the price hikers, God should destroy them, should they, 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 their 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 wills should not come to fruition. Should there should be a beracha in the produce, and they should not be able to rise up the uh, hike up the prices. So that, that she was bothered. She said, "What do you mean? It's uh, it's not the uh, ninth uh, pedic, it's really the eighth pedic." So she said, "No." In the second beracha, we learned the first. Ashna'ish, first chapter, and the second chapter, Lamarak Yeshu, is two chapters, therefore that puts this chapter as number nine. So what are you talking which means we have a rule. The Gemara says any pasuk, any chapter that was special or endearing on David Amelich, he opened it up with the words Ashleh and he ended it with the words Ashleh. 
So the first two chapters is really one chapter then. Because Tamir Amir starts the chapter, Ashre Ha'ish, Ashre Nu'alach, and the end of the second chapter is Ashre Kol Chosemo. So he opened it with Ashre, and he ended with it, implying that it's really one chapter. Uh, so we're back to the question, if it's one chapter, so I can tell me it's the ninth chapter, back to the eighth. So those four says, V'sarik Lomad, De'lam Natsih Hamut, Ve'lama Hashem Ta'amot Berachok, Tatininu. So it's a fourth breaks up two different chapters, which means the Perik of Lamnaseah, Al-Mutabir, and Lama Hashem Ta'amud Berachok, he puts that as two separate chapters, so that pushes up everything to make the Pasuk of Shavuot Zerah Arasha as the ninth chapter in the Tehilim. Baruch Amen. Amen.